It's the New Jersey Globe Power Hour on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Here's the Globe's editor-in-chief, David Wildstein. Eric Arpert has probably one of the biggest jobs in New Jersey right now, he, and, and, and one that comes with absolutely no sleep at all. He is the campaign manager for Jack Cittarelli, the Republican nominee for governor. Eric, welcome. David, thank you for having me. It's good to be on with you. Uh, thank you for coming on. Uh, I, don't, I don't know if you, you heard just before Senator Vin Gopal was on. He, he said he believes the Monmouth University poll that had Phil Murphy 13 points up. Uh, are you buying those numbers? Well, I'm not. I mean, any pollster, and you know this, David, would tell you that you've got to take these polls in context. So let's put this one in context. We've had two polls, recent polls, say that this race is a dead heat. I think that's more where it is, particularly when you look at the Monmouth poll. And we know that it is not infallible. Just last year, it missed three significant races, Pennsylvania by 11 points. It had Amy Kennedy up by six, five points a month out. Jeff Andrew won by six. It had Biden winning Florida by three. We know the Republicans are traditionally underrepresented in this poll. We think that's the case here now as well by up to 10 points. And so it's not infallible. But what do they all agree on? We know that all three of these polls agree that there's a GOP enthusiasm gap. Republican voters are more excited about this race than Democratic voters. And as you know, David, these races are about turnout. We also know that all three polls agree that the more people learn, see, and hear from Jack Cittarelli, the more they like. And that's simply not the case with Governor Murphy. When people learn about his failed record, the 8,000 seniors and veterans that died in our nursing homes because he forced them to take in COVID-positive patients, a third of our small businesses being closed, and a guy who says in the most taxed state in the country, if property taxes are your issue, we're probably not your state, does not stay popular for very long. So we are right where we need to be, and we are in this thing in a dead heat, and uh, we intend to get over the goal line. So one of the things I saw in this Monmouth poll is that, you know, there were there were voters who said they hold the state's actions on covid uh, from from a year and a half ago. They hold the state responsible for some of these things like like deaths in the nursing homes. But they don't hold Phil Murphy responsible. They think he's done a good job. How do you how do you we're going to have to change that perception? I would imagine if you're going to win this election, how do you do that? Well, look, we do it with the facts, right, David? I mean, we have the highest death rate in the country uh, when it comes to COVID. And as you said, this governor, over the advice of operators in nursing homes, forced our nursing homes and veterans homes to take in COVID-positive patients. Uh, We believe that there's a way to save both lives and livelihoods. And we have a, Jack has a fundamentally different view about how to handle uh, these types of matters going forward. But more importantly, David, you talked about it with Senator Gopal. Taxes continue to be an issue here in New Jersey. And you've got a governor in the most highest tax state in the country saying if property taxes are your issue we're probably not your state we're probably not your state for folks like me that can't afford to get and my folks my age who can't afford to get started here or seniors who can't afford to retire here that's a slap in the face saying get out and we believe that that is going to be a major factor in this race and i'm speaking with jack chitterelli's campaign manager eric eric arpert and and you have the first debate coming up on Tuesday. This is this is the big debate. This is the one that's actually on on real television on on ABC affiliates statewide. What can debate watchers expect of Jack Cittarelli? What does he have to accomplish in this debate in order to to advance his candidacy? Well, David, I'm not so sure about that. I think there's a pretty highly anticipated debate on October fifth on October fifth with a great moderator, but. Uh... <laughs> Huge. And Eric's talking about the lieutenant governor debate that I'll be moderating between Diane Allen and, and Jill Oliver. Go, go ahead. Let's talk about the gubernatorial debate first. Yeah, look, I think what voters can anticipate is a 
is holding Phil Murphy accountable for his record. And Phil Murphy's going to have to answer for some of the things we've talked about, answer for higher taxes and higher tolls and the lines at MVC and people waiting months and months for their unemployment. These are the types of questions that we have for Phil Murphy, and uh, he's got to make his case before the voters. And Jack's got to do the same, and we're, we're confident that he will. So what's Jack Cittarelli's path to winning? I mean, you know, for, aside from the obvious, which is he needs to get more votes than Phil Murphy does, <laughs> and, he, and he needs to do that through, I would imagine, big turnouts in Monmouth and Ocean County. Uh, you know, but he's got to swing some Democratic areas. What, what, what do you think your path is to winning this? Well, look, Jack's won seven elections in this state, all of them in districts that were Democrats outnumber Republicans. And so you're right. Um, we need to – there are certainly areas of this state that we're, in which Jack is already wildly popular, but we've been making the case to every corner of the state. No candidate has worked harder than Jack Cirelli. He's out seven days a week, day, day and night. If you want to see for yourself, follow him on social media, Jack for NJ and all the major platforms. And he's taking the message to areas of the state that Republicans don't typically go because we've got a positive and comprehensive plan to fix our broken state. It simply doesn't need to be this expensive. It simply doesn't need to be this unfriendly to our residents. Um, or our businesses. And so we've got a positive message of strength and security moving forward. And today, the Star-Ledger reported that, that Jack Cittarelli's uh, medical publishing company, the one that he uh, he owned prior to selling it four years ago, they say he was paid more than $12 million to produce education materials funded by grants from pharmaceutical companies. And, and, and those materials said there was a the risk of opioid abuse among patients with chronic pain was low. The, the Murphy campaign is calling this an explosive report, is it? David, if the Murphy campaign wants to talk about private sector records here, let's talk about private sector records, right? Jack had a small business that created jobs for New Jerseyans on Main Street in Somerville. Does Phil Murphy really want to compare his record in Goldman Sachs to that? Let's talk about the sweatshops in China paying people 20 cents an hour to make sneakers. Let's talk about the relationship the Murphy administration has with the McKinsey Consulting Firm that paid $600 million in a settlement for their role in creating the opioid crisis and continues to get paid by the Murphy administration. Uh, I, Jack and, and the governor will be happy to have this debate. Do, do you think this – I mean, will this issue stick, or, or is, this a, is this a one-day Star-Ledger story that, that nobody's ever going to talk about again? <laughs> this is a one-day Star-Ledger story behind a paywall, David. I don't even know how to respond to that because you know you're going to get me going on a totally different thing that we shouldn't be talking about. But but let's let's stick to the issues in this campaign, which is uh, uh, I want I would ask you about Governor Murphy's mandate that requires children over age two to wear masks while in daycare, and and Assemblyman Chitterelli's opposed mask mandates right down the line. The polls seem to show that voters don't have a problem with them. Why why? Do you think the polls are wrong? Do you think you're on the right side of that issue? I do. As one mother, young mother said to me, this is clearly a governor that has never tried to change a two-year-old. I mean, do we really expect a room full of two-year-olds to stay in masks all day? And is that what that child caring is, is going to become? Is this our best step forward is fight this disease? This is a decision best left up to parents. And it really comes down to what is the role of government? Is the role of government to sit on a high horse in their guarded mansions in the Navasink and tell us what is best for us? Or is it to listen, to learn, and to lead? Jack has been vaccinated. Jack promoted his vaccination. Jack has encouraged others to be vaccinated when the rules when, – when, when it's appropriate to wear a mask, we, Jack wears a mask. And it's that simple, but that's a personal responsibility. 
And look, I mean, just and just to be clear to people that are listening, I don't, I don't think the New Jersey State Police is going to go into uh, uh, daycare centers and start arresting two-year-olds or, 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 or charging them. I think it's more of a of a highly recommended way of doing things than than, than a mandate. But but this gets to an interesting point in this campaign, which is it seems to be that that, that there's a there's that's one area where there's a difference between Chitterelli and Murphy is is government's role. How does that play toward uh, issues like lowering property taxes and, and mandates on local governments. Well, look, it, it, you're right. It's fundamental. Governor Murphy has called the people of New Jersey knuckleheads. Right? Jack, who's, who's a Jersey guy, grew up here, his family's been here for 100 years, um, doesn't think the people of New Jersey are knuckleheads. And he doesn't think that's the role of our governor. The role of our governor is to listen to the people and to be responsive to their needs. Now, there's a University of Chicago study done after the pandem- done in the midst of the pandemic that tested the responsiveness of state governments to their people. And whether it was lines at motor vehicle or months and months of waiting for unemployment, New Jersey ranked last. You couldn't get people on the phone. Um, so I think to answer your question, David, it's about do we ha- have a government that's responsive to the people, responsive to the special interest, or just knows best? And, and I'm speaking with Eric Arper, Jack Chitterelli's campaign manager. I, I think I asked this question now to everybody, so, 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 so it's probably your turn now. Jersey's okay. a blue state, but since 1977, it seems that, that even a Democratic state prefers a Republican governor rather than reelecting a Democrat. Why, why is that? Well, look, the people of New Jersey, and you, you touched on it twice now in this uh, segment, in, in the 1940s, New Jersey made it a liberal decision to separate our New Jersey governor elections from national politics. And so when you're the most, state, most taxed state in the country and you're watching your taxes go up and up and up, folks who raise your taxes don't stay popular very long, nor should they. They're not responsive to the number one issue uh, of the people here in New Jersey. So uh, I think the people of New Jersey have been crying out for a long time for somebody to come along, a small business guy and CPA like Jack, who will finally, once and for all, make it more affordable to live in this state. And Donald Trump's looming large in this governor's race. I mean, even though even though the poll says that voters don't seem to care uh, about Trump, he's 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 everywhere. He's in every press release. He's he's in in every discussion that I'm in. Uh, President Trump's been endorsing candidates all over the country every week. He he hasn't said anything about New Jersey. Do you do you expect a Trump endorsement over the next 38 days? And, and, and do you want one? Look, the only endorsement that matters is the one that gets delivered on November 2nd. Right. And, and you know that this governor wants to make you heard we heard it last week. We heard every time out of the governor's mouth, this governor wants to make the race about Donald Trump instead of his failed record. But the reality is this race is going to be a referendum on Phil Murphy's record. And when the people of New Jersey begin to look closer at that record, they're not happy. And uh, we feel that puts us right in the best place. And and. What about what about traditional Democratic areas? One of the things Senator Gopal brought up is is you haven't seen Democrats coming out for Jack Chitterelli the way uh, the way you saw Democrats coming out for Chris Christie. Do you do you feel that you're getting Democratic voters to cross over and, and vote for you? We do. And you hit the nail right on the head, David. I mean, you're talking about a time in 2013 with pretty extraordinary circumstances. Um, but, you know, we see. Average Democratic voters coming across to Jack every day. We've seen in voter registration, people changing their registration from Democrat to Republican. And more importantly, and all three polls that we've talked about, three recent polls, agree uh, independents are 
fleeing the Democratic Party. Independent voters are fleeing the Democratic Party. And so we do have a million more Democrats in this state, but we've got 2.45 million unaffiliated voters, and they're leaning towards Jack Cittarelli. And, and I've been speaking with Eric Arpert. He is uh, Jack Cittarelli's campaign manager. Eric, thanks thanks for coming on. And people will tell you to get some rest. I'm telling you, you, you shouldn't get any rest at all. You should not sleep <laughs> no because rest. you can't make no up this time. No rest till November. But thanks, thanks for David. Com- I appreciate it. Thank you for coming on. Thank you. And I'll be right back with Micah Rasmussen, director of the Rebovich Institute of New Jersey Politics at Ryder, for more talk on the governor's race. Don't go anywhere. This is David Wildstein, and you are listening to the New Jersey Globe Power Hour on Talk Radio 77 WABC.